I wasn't planning to review this. <laughs> Happy belated Valentine's Day. I honestly didn't think I was even going to see this in theaters in the first place, but we're in a pretty dry season for films. It's midweek. This made up holiday for corporate gain and celebration. We were going out anyway. Okay, let me stop playing because all these excuses. <laughs> Madam Webb. Cassandra Webb is a New York City paramedic who starts to show signs of clairvoyance. Forced to confront the revelations about her past, she must protect three young women from a mysterious adversary who wants them dead. That's about all the entertainment you're going to get from this review. Released on February 14th with a rating of PG-13, this action sci-fi installment of Sony's Madam Web has a runtime of an hour and 54 minutes. So in a nutshell, it's the origin story of Madam Web and sprinkles of Spider-Girl and Spider-Women's with an S. Well, in the way that Sony's given it, because some, yeah. Let me just give a mini breakdown because they don't do this well in the movie at all, really. But Julia Carpenter is played by Sydney Sweeney. That is Spider-Woman. Well, should I say that is a Spider-Woman that joins the Avengers? She's also known as Arachne. Maddie Franklin played by Celeste O'Connor, is J. Jonah Jameson's niece, who is another Spider-Woman. Anya Corazon, played by Isabella Merced, is Spider-Girl that joins the young allies eventually. And those are just little pieces to give you an idea of who they are, to help you identify them throughout the movie, aside from, like, you know, their actual, real, in-person names, because, yeah. I, I know you got to build to bounce, but... This movie's just bouncing all over the box office because I don't think it's gonna. Anyway, more on that later. Disclaimer, disclaimer, disclaimer. This will be spoiler free for the most part because anything I say or have said already, that's not gonna ruin your experience or will it? <laughs> Something else ruins your experience. That's not on me. Just, just, just keep listening. Performances. They were pretty straightforward for the most part. Dakota Johnson, who plays Cassandra Webb, she did fine in my eyes. She's a pretty good actress, so. What can you do with the material that is given to you? So, there weren't really any standouts in this film. I mean, again, they did what they could do with the script given. Mike Epps got a promotion from Top Flight Security of the World to EMT, and I'll leave it at that. <laughs> now, for the story, it takes place in 2003. What a time, what a time. And unfortunately, I found that some of the elements of that time were kind of bungled. For example, being surprised that Maddie had a cell phone, like that was extremely common then. Speaking for myself, I, like I had one in middle school. So like if it was in the 90s, even late 90s, then I'd be like, okay, yeah, they could have that shock on them. But that's just like an example. But to me, it was fun watching and just pointing out all of the timely goofs when it came to timeline. And of course, being alive and thriving during that era is like, really? But other than that, it was, it was okay. 
essentially the story is largely centered around Cassandra's journey to hone in and learn her powers and protecting the girls, of course. The writing was hit and miss. Sometimes too on the nose and very stereotypical. Others were just moments filled with the, did you get it? That silence after a joke. And it's just like the built-in insert laugh track here. Pacing wise, it was fine. It didn't feel like a complete waste of an hour and 54 minutes. Like I mentioned, they tend to play coy with a lot of the goings on during the movie. So people that aren't familiar with the lore beyond, I'll say, Uncle Ben Parker, played by Adam Scott, and Mary Parker, who is Spider-Man's mom, played by Emma Roberts, are, well, it leaves the audience engaged because they want to know more. and. Being an origin story, they check that off the box at least. So plus minus in the middle, take that as you will. I honestly felt like it could have been edited down from a feature film to a mini five to eight episode run. The villain, Ezekiel. Eh. I mean, I can't front. He had his moments of, okay, I see some potential here, but again, like other films from phase four and some of five, they don't really have a menacing threat and that villainous evil presence about them. And yes, I know we're not in Marvelville MCU land, but for the sake of comparison and what you may have heard me say in other reviews and what you've experienced too watching Marvel films. Now the CGI, hard pass. Even moments of the automated dialogue replacement, like ADR, essentially like when they dub over and do the voices work after and insert it back into the film because maybe they're doing some kind of special effect or stunt at the moment. For Sony, it just looked cheap. Which brings me to the budget. It costs approximately $80 million to make. Box office-wise, we shall see for a Valentine's Day release. It isn't looking too hot with projections to be a true success and with it competing against Bob Marley's One Love this weekend and the review bombs it's received I don't have much hope for this Why did you go see the Bob biopic G? After seeing that wig I couldn't do it Sorry, not sorry (laughs) Maybe President's Day will help it out a bit because it is a holiday weekend too. So it's like partial non-federal holiday and then you got the federal holiday on Monday. I don't, I I don't know. With that being said, overall, I'm going to rate this a two out of five. Should you see it? No. (laughs) Well, if you do, just wait for it on streaming. It is not worth it to see it in theaters. I also always suggest just keep an open mind and your expectations low so you won't be too disappointed. I mean, I should have known something was up when the review embargo was up on the 13th, but took it for the team. Also, there is no post-credit scene. Just just leave. <laughs> or not even just leave, because you're not supposed to go to the theater via my advice. Just, just cut it off, unless you're into seeing who did what in the movies and credits and paying respects to like the artistic direction and everybody involved but yeah again it was valentine's day slim pickings and we decided to watch this 
Shout out to Alamo Draft House per use because the pizza was fire and it's always an enjoyable experience despite what you see. And movies in general, it really does depend on who you go with because, yeah. If you do watch it, just watch it to laugh, to be honest. Have it on in the background. <laughs> I mean, it's not like, oh my God, you must go see this. Higher rated movies, how I have directed you and guided you in the past. Just, just skip it. It's okay. Be sure to connect with us via Spotify poll and Q&A sections, leaving your thoughts about Madam Webb. You can also do so on Instagram, Twitter, X, YouTube, or verbalvibo.com, or leave us a voicemail. All links are in the description box. Peace.